How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back, unfortunately, reacting to a game that the Bears played last night that had some terrible officiating. Some things didn't go the Bears' way. They ended up falling in Pittsburgh by a score of 27 to 29, but Justin Fields provided a silver lining for Chicago, easily played the best game of his career yesterday. We're going to be talking about everything, breaking down the game, talking about Fields' performance and what message he sent to the NFL last night, and also talking about whether or not the Bears' season can now possibly be deemed as over. Before I introduce myself and my co-host and we get into a lot of emotional talk, uh, I would like to say we're trying to post the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web this season. We're still going to keep trudging through, even though the Bears are at three and six and getting you guys Bears content every week because you guys keep coming back and so passionately requesting it. So uh, if you haven't already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow wherever you may be listening. And we're going to be trying to bring you guys Bears content each and every day. I'm your host, Chris Malpe. Heading into a bye week now, I am joined with my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, tough one last night, but still uh, a lot to pick up from that game. A lot of positives and negatives. How are you doing? Yeah, um, I'm a little upset for sure. Uh, last night, lots of emotions. Uh, you know, it was a great game by the Bears. Uh, we battled hard. It's proud to be a fan. Uh, I thought the team, you know, despite everything that went on, uh, kept kept fighting. And uh, at the end of the day, that's what you want to see as a fan. Uh, despite being a three and five, now three and six team. Uh, the team does have a lot of heart. Um, the game was great. Uh, I thought the Bears played pretty well for most of the game. Uh, we started off a little cold on the offensive side, and that, I guess, and the refs obviously contributed to the loss. Uh, I guess, I mean, we'll we'll, de- we'll dive deeper into the loss, but definitely a little bit upset about that one. It stung, that's for sure. Yeah, it didn't sting as badly as I thought it was uh, personally. Uh, it could, it could have been a lot worse in my opinion. It could have been uh, a lot worse with the way how the game started. Yeah, it could have been a yeah, lot worse. Yeah, absolutely. But let's jump into this. And before we get into anything and start ranting or hyping up certain players, I think you know who we're talking <laughs> about. Uh, let's go through the box score. Justin Fields last night for the Bears, uh, a pretty phenomenal game for him. 17 for 29, 291 passing yards. One touchdown in interception. That was a complete fluke and hit off someone's helmet and dropped right in someone's hands. Uh, He was sacked only three times, a QB rating of 54.4 and a passer rating of 89.9. He also earned a pro football focus grade of 90.5, the highest of all NFL quarterbacks in week nine for his play. Uh, Taking a look at how the Bears did rushing, I mean, it was an okay night. Seems like it was a little underwhelming, but the numbers actually ended up being fine for them. David Montgomery, glad to have him back. 13 carries for 63 yards, 4.8 yards per carry, and a long of 21. He's back and healthy. Justin Fields added eight carries for 45 yards on the ground with 5.6 yards per carry. Darnell Mooney scored a touchdown on a rush. He had one rush for 15 yards. The Bears used an interesting amount of the Wildcat last night, and I'm sure we'll talk about that moving forward because it was pretty effective when the Bears had Herbert, Mooney, Montgomery back there. I liked what they were able to do. Cole Komet easily had the best game of his career yesterday. I was really happy with how he played. Six catches for 87 yards, a long catch of 25 yards on eight targets, 14.5 yards per catch. I think the Bears have to continue to try and get substantial use out of him. The tight end room really hasn't been able to do much this year, and he's someone who we would like to see continue to improve down the stretch. 
Uh, I got to be honest, probably Allen Robinson's best game of the year as well. Uh, and he didn't even do much. Four catches for 68 yards, had a great 39-yard grab to get the Bears uh, into a range where they could score a touchdown near the end of the game in the final two minutes. Kudos to Robinson there. Uh, they lined him up at slot and ended up uh, getting him open on the deep right side of the field. Fields with a beautiful throw to him. Uh, so overall, a decent game from Allen Robinson. Marquise Goodwin had a pretty good game as well. Only one catch for 50 yards, but it was a catch that got the Bears a lot of momentum. Uh, when they were down, I believe, 14-3, to three, uh, it was possibly a bobble there, but uh, it was determined that he had made two catches or two steps while having control of the ball. Uh, so he hauled that in. Darnell Mooney, three for 41 and a touchdown. He continues to be useful in this Bears offense. Jimmy Graham should have had a touchdown catch early, if I'm being completely honest, but he had one catch for 28 yards. Taking a look at the Bears fumbles, uh, Jakeem Grant had one that he lost, and DeAndre Houston Carson recovered one, brought it back for a touchdown. That brings the Bears' streak of scoring defensive or special teams touchdowns in Monday night football games to six consecutive games. Uh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I kind of did call that. Uh, so glad to see the Bears special teams and defense feasting on Monday night football once again. Roquan Smith, 12 tackles, two tackles for a loss, and a sack and a QB hit on Ben Roethlisberger. Great game for him. Pretty sound game for Duke Shelley, if I'm being completely honest. He had seven tackles as well as a really nice pass defended. Obviously, we talked about DeAndre Houston Carson with the touchdown. Uh, not too much else significant on this defensive stat sheet, except for Kendall Vildor, uh, two tackles, one pass defended for him. Uh, these teams are picking him apart, uh, putting him against taller uh, wide receivers and tight ends. You know, uh, I'm, I don't know if I'd essentially go to the point where I'll say I've seen too much from him, but it was a tough outing for him last night for sure. Ben Roethlisberger was picking on him. Taking a look at the Pittsburgh uh, stat sheet uh, in the box score. Ben Roethlisberger had a pretty good game, 21 for 30, 205 yards, two touchdowns for him with a passer rating of 111.1. Najee Harris carried the load on the ground. The Bears did a good enough job at supplementing him. It just wasn't enough, though. 22 carries, 62 yards, 2.8 yards per carry, and a score for the rookie out of Alabama. Taking a look at Pittsburgh's receiving, Deontay Johnson had five catches for 56 yards with a long target of 22 yards. Where the Bears really got in trouble was Pat Fryermuth, another rookie, uh, a great addition for the Steelers. He had five catches for 43 yards and two scores on the night. So a great night there for the rookie tight end from Pittsburgh. Taking a look at the rest of Pittsburgh's defense, though, Minka Fitzpatrick had a good night with eight tackles. TJ Watt, three sacks on the night. Uh, the Bears were able to contain him later on with Larry Borum, but a lot of questionable uh, ability to be able to contain him early on. He was coming in unblocked on some of these plays. So seven tackles and three sacks for him. Uh, and those were the only three sacks that were on Justin Fields. So not a Miles Garrett quite day. Uh, but this one came down to the wire, Parth, and the Bears really did a good job, as you mentioned earlier, fighting and getting back in it in the second half. So I want to hear, before we get into anything specific, what were your reactions to the game overall? Um, I was, like I said, I was proud of the team. Uh, Overall, I thought the offense did a great job in the second half uh, coming out of halftime and being able to move the ball. A lot of credit goes to Fields. Uh, you know, He was able to move out of the pocket and use his legs. And obviously, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, we played well in the first half. And as the game went on, uh, I guess we slowed down a little bit on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we're starting to let up a little bit more bigger plays. And the penalties, uh, man, uh, Robert Quinn, uh, I mean – 
how, I don't know how many times he lined up uh, lined up offsides, but I think it was at least three times. Um, so yeah, a lot of penalties on the defensive side of the ball, especially at crucial situations that hurt the team uh, a lot. Um, the team played very undisciplined. I think uh, you gotta gotta give some blame to Matt Nagy for that. Uh, the team has to be more disciplined. Absolutely, cannot have eleven penalties for one hundred and ten yards. That is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, 110 yards of penalty will definitely hurt your team. I, I think at the end of the day, that was one of the big main causes why this team lost this game. Uh, penalties cannot happen, um, especially uncharacteristic penalties. Uh, those offside calls and all those small penalties just can't happen. Uh, some penalties I thought shouldn't have been called. Uh, like I said, the refs definitely had an impact on this game, um, but the Bears have to do a better job at not. Mm -hmm. uh, kicking themselves in the foot, I guess, because they did that a lot last night. Yeah, the Bears were penalized 12 times, which ended up losing them 115 yards. The Steelers only penalized five times uh, for 30 yards. And I'm not normally someone who blames the refs, and I guess I'll get into this now because later on we're going to talk about Justin Fields' play and how the rest of the Bears' season is going to shape out. So I'll talk about the refing now. You know, uh, screw it, I guess. Uh, Tony Carenti <laughs> was absolutely terrible, and yeah. I don't think you ever see – a reaction from a fan base and fans across the NFL where it's so lopsided uh, where Packers fans, Lions fans, Vikings fans, other fans around the league that don't like the Bears were saying the Bears are getting absolutely screwed here. Uh, the refing in that game was absolutely atrocious. The taunting call on Cassius Marsh was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Uh, I think Bears fans can now agree with a lot of other NFL fan bases that that uh, taunting penalty that was initiated needs to get fired into the sun next offseason. That was absolutely terrible. Not to mention Corrente uh, hip-checking uh, Marsh while holding his flag and throwing it after um, when it looked like they weren't going to call a penalty when Marsh, who was recently signed by the Bears and made a really good play sacking Ben Roethlisberger, uh, looked over at the Pittsburgh sideline. You know, I get that the penalty is a little bit ticky-tacky, uh, but we've seen a lot worse instances where the flag has been thrown for that. That was absolutely terrible. So the refing, man, that was just tough. I mean, they also took uh, away a touchdown off the board. I mean, the call yeah, on Yeah, on the, on, the, on, the, on the low block on James Daniels that he, occurred he did outside. did not touch the defender on that play. I mean, we saw the yeah. replay. Uh, that should have been a touchdown, and if that was a touchdown, we would be Bears talking win the about game. a win we right now. Yeah. Be, yeah, we wouldn't be talking in a negative exactly. tone right now. So, I mean, Tony Carrenti, uh, there's definitely something fishy going on. Uh, the NFL officiating definitely needs to look into this. Uh, some type of investigation needs to happen. It's not only Bears fans who are complaining about officiating this year. I mean, there were Steelers fans saying that the that the Bears deserve to win the game outright. Literally. I mean, I and they're not wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, the Bears did have a touchdown taken off the board. That should have been a touchdown. And, you know, I'm not going to complain about the refs, but I'm not usually the one to even complain about the refs. But, yeah, no, yesterday was hor horrible. Uh, if, if I see something like that again, I will definitely flip out. I think some things need to be taken. Uh, I think the Bears need to speak out. I think Matt Nagy needs to come out and address the media and let them know that – we're not happy about this and something needs to happen. An investigation, the Bears got to look into this. Uh, something fishy for sure happened last night. That's what I'll say. Yeah, yeah, no, refing definitely played uh, a big factor nonetheless. Uh, I think we normally here on this show and this platform try to be as down as earth as possible and analyze these games objectively, uh, but it's tough not to get involved with the refs last night when that taunting call possibly uh, was something that gifted the Steelers three points. And then 
Also, that block that everyone was agreeing shouldn't have been called on James Daniels, uh, that illegal block uh, took seven points off the game for the Bears. So uh, football's quite literally a game of inches, game of inches, but it's also quite literally a game of calls. Uh, so I really hope Tony Corretti isn't on any Bears games for the rest of the season. But Parth, let's get into something more positive. Obviously, I mentioned it earlier, the silver lining for the Bears in this game was Justin Fields, and it was really his coming out game in primetime. We're so used to the Bears getting absolutely smashed on primetime, but we saw Fields put together easily the best game of his career so far this season and show the NFL that he is ready to play and he is the quarterback that the Chicago Bears have been waiting for for quite some time. So I want to hear your thoughts. We saw Fields lead the team back make some incredibly clutch throws down the stretch. What did you think of how Fields played last night? And you are lagging out, my friend. Like you said, uh, he played his best game of his career so far. Uh, I thought what he did last week was impressive against the 49ers, and he just built on that. Like I said, uh, he's getting to that point where he's just – and uh, out goes Parth there, unfortunately. Uh, but you heard him saying that Fields really strung together his best game of his career uh, last week or last night. Sorry. Uh, but, you know, it, it was a really good game for Justin Fields overall. Uh, I feel like you have to give him credit where credit is due. I think he played terrific when he needed to. He led the Bears down the field in instances uh, where, you know, they weren't going to score unless he was able to make throws. Uh, and he was able to do that, and he was using his legs also uh, in a lot of in a lot of situations to extend plays, make throws down the field, or scramble. And I was really happy overall with how Justin Fields played in this one. Uh, I think it was the best performance we've seen out of any rookie uh, so far in the entire league. So I was really happy with how Justin Fields was able to play last night. Uh, he was hitting his receivers in stride, maybe underthrew a ball to Marquise Goodwin a little bit on that 50-yard game that we talked about earlier, and that interception was really just rotten luck. But a great game for Justin Fields, a career high for him in passing yards. Almost broke the record for passing yards by a Bears rookie set by Mitchell Trubisky in 2017 when it was a Thanksgiving Day game in Detroit, and uh, they were able to uh, – Mitch was able to uh, rip up the Lions for 307 yards. Uh, Fields will have a chance to do that here in a couple of weeks, but great performance overall for Justin Fields. Uh, I think at the end of the day, outside of winning, we're looking for him to progress and show us why the future is bright. So overall, I was really happy with his performance last night. I'm going to pull Parth back in here right now. I know you got cut out there for a second, but let's move on to more about Justin Fields. Obviously, we saw him play uh, against a pretty marquee defense, one of the best defenses in the league last night, Parth. Uh, and he was able to have a really successful performance. The Bears offense overall, if you take a look at it, was able to succeed. Uh, they put up more than the average amount of rushing and passing yards that the Steelers were allowing per game, uh, and that's not something you would expect the Bears to be able to come in and do. Uh, so looking at Fields' performance last night and how surprised, I guess, surprised people were by it, what message, Parth, do you think Justin Fields sent to the rest of the league and to Chicago fans last night? Well, the future is here. Um, he's getting better every week. Uh, you can see that. He's getting more comfortable as a passer. Uh, hes I mean, we saw him throw a couple deep shots. I think he leads the rookie quarterbacks in the most deep, deep completions, uh, over 20 yards. And as, as he gets more comfortable with his deep ball and gets more comfortable with his pocket, um, 
he's only getting better. Uh, the league should be aware of what he can do. Um, this man is very talented. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, he's only getting better uh, and on a team that is currently struggling offensively. And uh, when you can see him flash and create those throws that you know he can't, that a lot of other Bears quarterbacks haven't been able to do, he's been able to do those. And one thing about him is he's always poised. Um, yesterday, even when the Bears were down, uh, he looked comfortable out there. He was able to bring us back. Uh, not, no mo moment feels too big for him. Uh, you know, he came out with two minutes, three minutes to go, and the Bears were able to march right down the field and score a touchdown. Um, and he made that drive look very effortless. Um, what he's able to do is definitely uh, getting better every week, um, and it's it's important for the Bears for him to keep improving because right now the focus should be on his improvement, um, the Bears' offense's improvement. Uh, obviously, the Bears aren't looking to contend this year anymore. I mean, we're three and six. Uh, but just seeing Justin's growth is very important. And I think last week we saw, or yesterday we saw his best game yet. And um, I think he's just going to get better and string more like performance performances like this together. Uh, I think this is just the start of something special here in Chicago. Yeah. You take a look at how Justin Fields has played throughout the last two weeks. He wakes, he ranks first in pro football focus, offensive grade uh, amongst all offensive players. He's got the highest rating throughout the last two weeks, second in PFF passing grade amongst quarterbacks. He's first amongst quarterbacks in rushing grade first amongst quarterbacks in big time throws. He had six of those last night to pull his total up to 14 on the season. Uh, he's also first in average depth of targets, uh, throwing for about 15 or so yards per target. He's also fourth in grade under pressure. I think he showed Chicago that he's the quarterback that we have been looking for uh, for decades and decades. I think he showed the rest of the NFL that he is ready and that with more pieces around him, if the Bears get a better play caller, improve the offensive line, maybe get some better weapons around him, uh, Chicago could be in. Uh, to be competitive. I, I honestly yeah. think time, just a little bit of time. Because um, what he's able to do with Matt Nagy's play calling and the weapons around him right now is incredible, uh, especially what we saw last, yesterday at the end of the game with the way he was able to drive down the field with basically no time left. And um, he did it very easily. Um, I guess that's what I can put it as. Uh, the way he was able to drive the ball, it looked effortless. And uh, I think that's the thing. As time goes on, uh, things will start looking effortless to Fields, and uh, that's it's it's just a sign of positivity, especially as a Bears fan, just knowing that a quarterback is getting better uh, each and every week, and you're actually seeing that growth. And it's not, uh, I guess, you know, you see, with Trubisky we saw growth, and then he'd make those same mistakes again. With I was going to say with Trubisky, with Trubisky, you would see moments in spurts exactly. where he where he was able to do things. But I think we've seen this consistent progression so far from Fields, which is promising because you know that he's only young; he's 22 years old, uh, and he's only going to continue to lots get of raw talent. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, it feels like he's just like gift. He's physically gifted uh, than um, most, if not all, players. So I mean, as as long as he can keep working. And that raw talent just keeps producing. Uh, I mean, this, the potential, the sky's the limit. Uh, there's a lot of potential. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this as we move forward. Obviously, the Bears moved to three and six, and it's really tough to swallow that pill because it really feels like the Bears could be five and four right now, and they could have won in both of their last two games. But regardless, we are, we are, we we are where we are. Uh, we have to talk about the present and the future, and can't linger in the past. Uh, so Parth, I'm going to answer this question first and then come to you before we shut this one off. 
Um, is the season technically over at three and six? You know, I got to be honest, unless the Bears can string together an impressive couple of games here, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I, I, I do think, unfortunately, the Bears won't be making the playoffs this year, and that'll make some people happy considering they want Matt Nagy gone, which would probably be a byproduct of the team not making the playoffs. And some people also uh, want the team to make the playoffs and win, obviously. And I think I'm in that category, and so is Parth. Um, but it's tough to see him doing it at this point. You know, in two of the next three weeks, they play the Baltimore Ravens and the Arizona Cardinals. They've still got the Vikings twice, and they're looking uh, decent, even though they haven't started off how they wanted to. The Bears have the Packers still and the Seahawks with Russell Wilson back. Um, so, you know, I, I guess I could technically say the season uh, is over. So I want to shift my focus on the rest of the season to Justin Fields and his progression, obviously looking towards the future. I just want to see continued improvement from him on a week-to-week basis, if he can keep playing good football, keep the Bears in these games, maybe the Bears can play spoilers for some of these teams that are looking uh, for higher seeds or home field advantage or even getting wild-card spots in the playoffs. Um, So, you know, I want to continue to see Justin play well and the offense continue to mesh as we move forward. I think we're going to see a lot of changes in Chicago uh, after this season, but as well as is is. If Justin continues to play good football, I'll be happy uh, down the stretch here. But it's unfortunate that we're in the spot that we're at because the Bears really could be and should be at five and four at worst, four and five, uh, and still in the hunt here. So, Parth, before we close this one off, I want to hear your thoughts. It doesn't have to be too much. I'm pretty sure I've hit this one on all cylinders. But do you think technically uh, the Bears season is over now at three and six? Yeah, uh, I mean, the Bears' schedule has been very difficult this year. I mean, we went from playing Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers in back-to-back weeks, and now we got to play Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray in back-to-back weeks. I mean, the schedule does not get any easier. Third toughest strength of schedule in the league. Exactly. I don't know how we got that. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I mean, we're playing the AFC North, which is a really good division, and then the is it NFC West, which is also a really good division. So those two divisions, uh, I mean, it's a tough season for the Bears. Uh, you know, being three and six obviously sucks, um, but I'm going to still watch every single game. Um, and then, like you said, at this point, it's time to shift our attention towards Justin Fields' progression. Um, the most important thing is that he gets better every single week and that the offenses keep trending up. Uh, you know, us scoring 27 points a game, 27 points yesterday, uh, definitely a step up from what this season's been going on. Um, I'd like to see the Bears defense also um, get start feasting a little bit more. I, I feel like at times they've been a little sloppy, uh, especially last night, lots of sloppiness. Uh, I think Sean Desai can really get this group back to what it was doing in those weeks three to five uh, when it was pretty dominant, um, especially having Mac back after the bye week will be helpful. But yeah, uh, I get, hopefully they take this bye week to rest up. And um, at the end of the day, there are seven teams that make the playoffs. Uh, the Falcons are currently holding that seven spot at four and four. Um, so the Bears definitely aren't fully out of it uh, mathematically, but with just how the opponents look in the future, it just doesn't seem like the most uh, uh, pot- like likely situation, I feel like. Absolutely, and we're just going to have to continue to hope uh, for Fields' progression and the Bears to put some solid games together, and maybe they could be competitive in some of these games, and we don't yeah. see it coming. I mean, it was uh, fun to watch a competitive game last night. Uh, as long as the Bears keep fighting, comes down to the end, it's always fun to watch. So. 
Absolutely. Well, that'll pretty much do it for our week nine postgame show. If you haven't already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow wherever you may be listening. We're going to be bringing you guys Bears content throughout the rest of the season as much as possible, uh, as tough as it may be with this record continuing to decrease and the Bears now being on a four-game skid. Uh, but we're going to be bringing you guys content. So once again, continue to follow along with us, and we're going to be bringing you guys what you want to hear and what you want us to talk about. If you want more content from us, head to our website, beardown.com. If you would like to find the podcast on social media, you can find it on Instagram and Twitter at beardown. And finally, you can find the link to all of our social, the links to all of our social media pages down in the description, our personal pages for myself, as well as Parth. We're very active on Twitter as well as Instagram. It's another great way to interact with us. And you can see our thoughts on all things bears, the NFL and the entirety of Chicago sports. So, Parshaw, that'll pretty much do it for this one. Any last words? Any, uh, I guess, reason for hope as we sign off here? Any? Uh, do you have anything positive to say? You're normally not the positive guy, but I'm I'm turning to you for some uh, to shed some light of positivity here on the fan base. Um, Justin Fields looking like a top five quarterback of the future. Um, I think that's like the only thing us Bears fans can hold on to at this point. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully that hopefully this Bears team can uh, make some front office decisions um, this off season, uh, fire some people, uh, you know, and then lead this team to like, positivity. Um, I mean, with Matt Nagy around, it's definitely tough. Yeah. <laughs> we need some better results, man. Exactly. I know we could take some wins for sure, but yeah. Uh, I mean, being a bears fan, it's always been hard, um, but this team definitely has a long way to go and it's long season. Anything can happen. And obviously next year with Justin's, second season in the NFL will be a lot more fun to watch as well. So lots of, lots of, lots of things trending up for sure for the bears. Absolutely. Uh, I think I'm just happy that the bears finally found their franchise quarterback. And I'm confident on this day, on this Tuesday, after a loss saying that um, I really think they got their guy. And I think Justin Fields is only going to improve as we move down the stretch, but guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe and bears fans as always do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Bye week content coming out this week. And that's pretty much it for us. Peace out.